and wait, and, and before you do this, this was the most informative episode we've had yet. So thank you guys. I appreciate oh, it. Thank it you. I learned a lot. Oh, thank you. Thank Jack, you. do you learn a lot? It's my fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> no. Ready? All right. Okay. Hi. We're Rox and Dion. What's up? This is our golden hour. Hi, this is Rox and Dion. This is our golden hour. <laughs> that was our golden hour. Okay. No, that was a test run. That was, that was that's that was what practice. not to do. Listen, we're rolling over here. Okay. I just want to make sure before we start, it's not Rock's Land. No. It's Rock's it's Lind. Definitely not that. It's Rock's Lind. Because it's gonna be, you, you know, Young Zeus. You guys, of course, know Young Zeus. Yeah, yeah. I was calling him Zeus for a whole. Day. <laughs> Afterwards, he's like, "Bro, it's Zeus." <laughs> I was like, "Fuck." That's like fair, fair. <laughs> All right. So listen, I, I was really excited when this started because we've had a million artists up here, but we've had no one in like administrative roles yet and i personally and we met at the show this summer mm -hmm. i don't i personally don't understand how it works so like especially in the city and like as, with it being such a small market how you guys hustle to like really put artists on so i don't want you to give away all your sauce yeah. don't no. do that because i know it's a competition yeah. but nonetheless we have roxland yeah. and dion you go by Dion or Dion don't care. Just Dion. <laughs> All right. Just Dion. That's a fresh-ass handle, though. I'll take whatever somebody oh, gives Lord, me. Oh, Lord, don't hype this man. Just Dion. My God. <laughs> That's a fresh handle, though. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, and, and they do all the administrative marketing. We'll, we'll tell them the hats that you wear. Is it publicity, marketing, promoting? Uh, we gotta publicity, make sure. marketing, um, management, A&R. Every single, every single hat that there is to be when it comes to building. I mean, that, that's kind of what you have to do, right? Anything yeah. behind the mic, really, like, not being on camera, like, making yeah, sure. Sorry, I don't mean to. Nah, go for yeah, it. There you go. All right, cool. Um, so, w what does that mean? First off, you're both from the city? Yeah. Yes. yes. Where? Dorchester, 02124. She's from Dorchester. Yeah. I'm from Boston, grew up in Hyde Park. That moves everywhere else in Massachusetts that you could possibly think of. Like like Western Mass? Nah, except for Western no Mass. One's <laughs> no one's going out there, bro. Uh, I'm not doing, we're nah, never, never been out there. <laughs> Springfield's a little nasty, man. Last time I was out there, it was at Six Flags. It was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Six Flags is a, mm, I don't know anything uh, about a time, bro. You've never been to Six Flags? I have, but I have this rule where, because I'm from Dorchester, like, my thing is I have a 15 on 15 rule. It needs to take me 15 minutes to get there. I need to be within a 15-mile radius, or it's not for me. Like, well, what, what when you drive somewhere 15 miles, what does that equate to usually minutes-wise? I don't 
don't even know because I speed. So. Oh, I do too. I got a problem. <laughs> I was just laughing with him in the car. Like he was holding on to the car, and I'm like, honestly, people get in the car. You were like, driving. Yeah, I was. I was with Jeff it. I was, Gordon. Yeah, I was going. I got, we had to go. We gotta go. We gotta go. So it's just like, that's my rule: fifteen to fifteen. Like fifteen minutes. Anything longer than that, it's a no go. Fifteen miles. All right. Let's see what we could do. But yeah. Um, and so. I'm assuming you're newer to everything as opposed to Dion, right? In terms of... Well, I remember when I had met you, mm-hmm. I was feeling big business too, but you're like, yeah, I got my degree in law, and, th- <laughs> and then I did my, I, I'm getting my master's or something, and I also, you know, I've been in every industry, I was like, damn, she's about her business, she knows what she's doing. I would say I'm new to being a part of the chef's official brand. Wait, wait, before we begin. Yeah. Keep talking until you hear yourself. It's yeah. like okay, all right, here that? we go. All right, here all right. I am. All right, this is me. Um, I would say that I'm a f- like new to being part of the Chef Boys brand in like in terms of being a part of creative strategy in that sense. Um, but you but, guys, you guys knew each other. Yeah, trip? like that, that's family. You know, like you guys are, are you literally biologically no, family? No, that's no, absolutely okay. not. <laughs> no, we're no not. Shot. Really, no, absolutely not. Um, no, but. D and like everybody, like everyone who's part of. Well, you knew Chi when she came up. I was like, yeah, like that's really popular. That's like my we went to high school together, so it's just like for me, I know a lot of people because I went to high school with them. Like, where was that? BLA. Yeah, BLA. BLA. So like Polo Summers, we went to camp together. God, like we we've all known each other since we were like younger. Um, people who are part of it, like just just people that I grew up with, Mm -hmm. especially just being inner city Boston. So like naturally like what what do they used to call polish you saying was it cakes oh yeah, yeah. Cakes. <laughs> i've had some bad nicknames too yeah we don't we don't do that we don't do that. we not we're gonna we're not gonna do my man's like that <laughs> we got polo summers <laughs> i know cut that out yo cut that out. But, um, <laughs> check in yeah. cut in so um well that's interesting so so how do you strategize an artist like that um fear fear tactics fear um Early on, so me joining was really, there was a point where the the team itself was basically trying to figure out foundation, and everyone had their own path and what they wanted to do. You know, everybody wants to be, like, mm-hmm. a superstar. We have Snow Bands, who's our actual, like, rock star. We have G.O.D., who's, like, the leader. We have Polo Summers, who's, you know, pretty boy. Like, everybody mm-hmm. plays a role, so it's just about, like, Dion reached out to me and was like, listen, like, you're back from school. You're done. You have time. Where'd you go to school? Oh, I went to St. John's. Um, in New York? Yeah. Where? So, so J. Cole went, right? Yeah. Where? Yeah, that guy. Um, I'm not a J. Did, Cole did, fan. So I you're mean, not? I'm not. I mean, like, I like him. You like him, Dion? I think J. Cole's pretty good. He's dope. Yeah, he's a guy. He's mad yeah, honest. he's not my man. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like you're, like, going your whip. And, yeah, like, I don't, yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, I need J. Cole right now. Like, but you know. he just had a song with 21 Savage. You heard it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was wow, just listening to the album. It was dope. It was dope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Saint, like, he's actually like not even allowed on campus, to be honest. He came Why? on campus they, when they, I was they up there. Him? No, it's just like public safety is like, nah, you gotta get the hell out of here. Like, they know. Oh, him. go too crazy. Yeah, no, they know not because he's Jake Cole, but because public safety was kind of on some like, you don't go here, so get out. Oh, so he he was frequenting it. No, was, he like on if, campus a bunch. Just no, like people like to come up on campus just because it's easily accessible like you could walk on campus where is it brooklyn no it's in queens. in queens so like you could just walk on campus and like walk into a classroom kind of thing like we've mm-hmm. had like walk a flock of walk around and people were like walk a flock is walking around campus right now just because 
when you were going there, he just walked on campus? Yeah, like, you could just That's have that. Crazy. Like, we had, you know, Ron Artest, because he went to St. John's. Mm-hmm. Like, so he was there. Like, people just walked on campus, because they're like, oh, you know, because we're a D1 school. So they're like, it's also New York. Well, I went to Providence College, so mm-hmm. we were in the same conference. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, see, like, we don't. Yeah, we don't fuck around. Yeah, I'm like, we don't out. We're D1, but I've never seen us be number one. So, I mean. No, no, yeah, my school is terrible, too. But, um, basically, like, I just joined the Chef Boy brand. It was kind of on some, like, you know, rocks. You know what you're doing. Like, you're organized. You you know everybody personally. You're smart. So, thank you. (laughs) Um... I'm sure Deanna, that's that's like probably the most important thing you you understand. It's like uh, yeah, you gotta be smart. Absolutely, I really felt like Rox being, you know, bringing herself into the brand. I knew that she had her own ways of going about things, and she just really knows how to execute. You know, like she's really just an effective person, a part of the team. You um, guys ever beef? Oh, we we got into it on the way times. here. Plenty <laughs> like, of times, man. Plenty me and Jack literally fight all the time. Yeah. That's love. <laughs> like that's love. But I fight with all my brothers. You know, everybody who's really a part of this, we've all gotten into it at some point, and you know, we just keep on working. We just mm-hmm. keep on working. You gotta just figure it out. Yeah, I think um, like in terms of beef, like there's this thing that I tell everybody. I'm like, I'm about to give you a Dame Dash call. Wait, <laughs> oh, you, you yeah, call like, tight. yeah, no, that's when that's when. Well, I, why would why would you get tight? Like me getting tight is where I Some, have to they're doing something wrong. Type not thing. even knowing there's not doing there's nothing you could do wrong because essentially like you're here to learn you're here to improve like everything we do we do it once and then you know we do it again mm-hmm. and we become an expert in it so you know you learn. It only and takes so, two times. Damn, you guys yeah. Are so it. it's just like we no that's really what it is. It's just like my motto is always measured twice, cut mm-hmm. once. So we're gonna we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it again. Now you know how it's supposed to be done, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna support you and make sure. Remi- I'm here to remind you. Can you, you give me about. an example of like what you're talking about? So, um, prime example is like when we met, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, we met at Polo Summers and Snow Bands. They had um, a performance at the Middle East, and this was Polo Summers' first headlining show. And my role was basically to make sure that my artist has everything that he or she needs mm-hmm. in order to do what they want to do. And what he wanted to do was headline a show. So what well, I need to get my Jack beforehand. <laughs> well, I didn't see. That's the thing. Uh, that's when I joined. So it's just oh, like, everything, oh, so it's been like, I, what, like six months. Yeah, really. It was, it's been six months. Like it was really like midsummer. I joined and it was kind of like, all right, this is what's going to happen. God is not leading y'all right now. He's going to go into artist mode. He mm-hmm. needs to be able to focus on, music he can't guide you guys and guide himself mm-hmm. so somebody like me and like dion and there's other people involved which i've con- like i call it strategy and creative mm-hmm. creative are the artists the djs the producers the people who get in and they just you Wh- know what was your degree in my so i have a bachelor's in public relations and then i have a master's in political science D- did you go to school dion mm, i went to school yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i hated school man honestly it was terrible Th- well, so that that's interesting. Is like you went to school. Were you a good student? I'm assuming. Uh yeah, I had to be a good student because I was in debt for it. So I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. Show up. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do this. Like it wasn't, you know, I was in Boston Public Schools, so I'm like, I'm gonna show up because it's free. Yeah, I went to BLA. Like everybody at BLA was smart and mm-hmm. they had personality. So we just showed up. We were a bunch of smart kids that had personality. And unfortunately, when you're in the um, public school system, you don't have all the resources. Well, BLA on, in the BPS systems, like it's better it's than highly most schools, ranked, right? But yeah. it's still we still get the same resources as everyone else because mm-hmm. it's a Boston Public School. So it's just like, you know you're you're catered to in a sense of everyone pats you in the back like you're so smart 
but you're not getting the resources that everybody's up on your ass about. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're so smart, but we're reading textbooks back from when the teacher was a te- like in school. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like coming Yeah, but don't it- you think that, that makes you – I feel like that would program you to be more strategic in shit you're doing and, like, at the same time – you kind of understand your situation, how you got to talk to people because you don't have it yeah. necessarily as good as probably the most. What's the best? What's noted as the best BPS school? Is it Fenway? Is it Snowden? I wouldn't even know now, to be honest. I like. I know that. the Burke is bad. I know. No, that. see, that's the thing too. The Burke is right around the corner from BLA, mm-hmm. so it's just to have that conception of the Burke is so bad because they got like you know. They have like, you know, it was like a failing school and stuff like that. But guess what? When you're a failing school, you get you're the first on the list mm-hmm. to get the resources. So they needed it, yeah. you know, like. And so now the Burke, I would say, is probably in a better position than what BLA was in. But I've gone to like I've gone back to my high school within this year and I see it. I'm like, wow, like I see y'all, you know, you guys aren't going back to school with like broken textbooks. You, you guys are using, you mm-hmm. know, computers in class, yeah, yeah. like, you know, because it's of the era and it's of the time. So it like makes sense. But um, well, why I asked is if you're a good student is because like, I always was a terrible student, but I always knew I was like good at other shit, so mm-hmm. I was really not showing up to class. Mm-hmm. Well, and school's like, not for everybody, and oh, education no. is, but school's not for everybody. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. So what I'm saying is like now you're in something that's not as structured and much more entrepreneurial as opposed to like the normal school system. Do you think that's a challenge, or do you think you could just? dominate the world man i think i think the latter dominating the world man um i think yeah so i think there's like when i'm frustrated and just going back to like things that would make me upset with doing work the things that upset me aren't you know oh this was running this didn't go the way i wanted it it's kind Mm -hmm. of like i'm frustrated because i know that we got this we Mm -hmm. we know what we're doing it's just not it's a matter right. of confidence. It's right. Right now might not be the moment, and so it's frustrating because I got we have to put something on the back burner until it's ready to go, kind mm-hmm. of thing. And so it's just like training people to think in a way, saying like, "All right, let's prepare so we have it at a hundred percent. So when it's ready to go at any moment, it's already at a hundred. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of us just doing it." Well, I mean, like, was it was it a transition period for you? Because like, you, I'm I'm assuming, and this is if I'm assuming wrong let me know but you like thrived in a structured environment and now with a lot of this this self-starter shit and like music stuff and especially like studio nature it's just not as clear cut like was that a tough transition mm-hmm. for you i strive i feel like because coming from somewhere where you things are unpredictable you in terms of where you live no 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 i mean just life like life yeah. is unpredictable in a sense where it's like i rise to the occasion mm-hmm. in crisis like i get bored by organization i do too holy you know, shit like i'm so organized so that way it's like i thrive when there's chaos mm-hmm. because you hear that? that like like that's fire yeah like no for real you, like, gotta, you gotta put that on a shirt no even i even, thrive in chaos you know i really do because <laughs> it's just like somebody has to rise to the occasion so it's just like if I'm looking around my peers and I'm like, all right, you stress, you stress, you can't handle like, all right, how to like, if mm-hmm. I can, if I'm that self-aware and yeah. I can see the situation, then all I can do is just rise to the occasion. And if I, if I don't got it, then I, I turn to Dion and I'm like, yo, I got to tap out. Well, yeah, Dion, what, what about for you? Like, as far as, well, was it, I mean, I'm sure you got it down now cause you've been doing it for a while, but like starting out in terms of like, I want to call it like artist management, music management, was that. Was that an adjustment for you? Just I because mean, it's like, it, with this shit, it's just pieces everywhere. You no, feel me? Yeah, definitely. I think me starting out, I really came in as an observer. So I really just sat back 
and peeped everything. You know, I really sat mm-hmm. and watched how the artists were moving. I was sitting watching how the DJs were moving. I was watching how management was moving with other artists. This was in Boston? In Boston yeah. and on the West Coast, yeah. New York, wherever I've been. I've literally just been paying attention. And after observing for X amount of years, really just picking up what I needed to pick up, I really just felt like it was time to execute. And that's when I just started really putting all my pieces together and putting my team together because I felt like my strategy was coming together for myself. Mm-hmm. And so once I figured it out, I put everybody onto game and I put the artists onto game. Anyone that I was working with, anybody who was involved with me on a personal level, I put them on. And then you would see who came closer, who gravitated closer, and then you would see who spread apart. And that was okay with me mm-hmm. because that's those are the people that I needed. You'd you want to move I mean? with, yeah. Yeah, and so for me, just coming from an observer to you know, someone who's really action play now, then I'm just, I just really just knew what to do. You know what I mean? Okay. So I'm going to be honest before we move on. You guys both answer these questions so profoundly. That's what I told you. (laughs) He finishes my sentences. I was like, honestly, Dion needs to be here because like, well, no, these are like the most professional answers, (laughs) man. Vix, are you hearing this in your subconscious? (laughs) We're not used to this. I got to, I got to up my intelligence level a little bit. Um, so, so, but with that being said, like, one thing I've realized, and you know, mind you, I threw that big show this summer, mm-hmm. right? I sold a million. That was f- a good show. That was were you there? Uh, yeah, it was, where, a, where, where? it was a great show. Great sold show. a million fucking tickets, bled for it. I was showing up at people's cem- cemetery, funeral, <laughs> moms having babies. I was going everywhere. <laughs> That's Paul. I was at his house like six times. Mm-hmm. Hey, he sold this. No, he literally told us, he's like, nah, my man's just pulling up again with some more tickets. I was like, yo, it's time to go. Damn, have you brushed your teeth yet? Like, what do you mean? He's like, nah, he's outside. You got tickets. We were on a roll. I know he was like, yo, bro, like, you got to chill with your story. Everyone who was getting a story, I was po- a ticket, I was posting them on the story. But that's what you have to do around here was my shit. I was like, yo, I know you can't just be on average shit out here to, to throw a big show. Mm-hmm. Can we all agree that in terms of marketing, there is no more effective marketing than this. Right. It's it's all people a, think a DM emails it. No, this no, is it, right? Yeah, it's, it's like in that. It's funny because I was just saying this to someone um, who reached out to me about doing business, and we met in person. And after he was just kind of like, you know, we could have FaceTime, and I was just like, nah, like we're absolutely not. Because you can first, tell someone's body language. Right, like and I shit. need to read you to know what, like, even if you're telling me, you know, I want you to pitch my artist in this way, I gotta read you to see, like, do you really know what a pitch is? Are you like, are you about do it? You know, not even about it, but like, do you do you and I mesh? Mm-hmm. Because this is your business, this mm-hmm. is your life, this is my livelihood. But it's like, do we? Can we coexist in work. a place? Yeah, because can this work? Because. If it came down to just, you know, I give you a check and you get it done, then it's like you could have had anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody could do anything if you you have some money behind it. But it's like, do I trust you to get something and, and, done? And also there's a level of seriousness. Yeah. If you meet someone on some business in person, you're like, yo, this is how I really feel about this. This exactly. is how this shit has to get done. You feel, you feel the same way, Dion? Yeah, absolutely. It's not, it's not really up to, you know all of us to really figure out what's going to happen in the end of each situation is more so just preparing for the worst, preparing for the best. Like you just got to just make sure you're on Sounds terrible, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys are talking about things going wrong. It's stressful. But that's what you got to <laughs> account for. Like you don't plan for it, but in your head you're like, you know, if shit hits the fan. Like what, what temperature am I on? Well, like, elaborate on what that would be. So, I, I'm just trying to just, I'm trying to yeah. phrase everything. So people 
who want to understand like what you do yeah how it goes down you know what i'm okay, saying i can make examples so there's like i mean even down to um something that like we're trying to drill into like working with the artists and not only like the chefs but other artists around us and people we work with is just like there's a formula to everything mm -hmm. that's really like the formula prime example right um so Polo yeah, you guys Summers, are dumb cut out for this oh. <laughs> honestly we've been trained like honestly we've been training for this for, like for years you know so this is not like new it's just everything we've been training for yeah, is yeah. now just happening like you. it's ready to be seen mm -hmm. kind of thing so like po like prime example um polo summers he drops his latest track mosh pit right she's giving you a free and so a free plug dog yeah, i'm like i'm just like you know <laughs> that's my artist so it ain't free you know it's like it's my it's my work you know <laughs> so um we had mosh pit and basically like what dion and i and um, Zone Five Justice, that's our videographer. Yeah, I mean, that's our yeah. yeah, that's the man. Like you know, everybody around us. Like we sat back and we're part of strategy. So what I did is, Polo Summers, you're about to have a drop. We're gonna put a like a specific group chat together of me, your publicist, your A and R Dion, and then your videographer Justice, and you are gonna be a part of this chat, and we're gonna lay out exactly what's about to happen. On my end, like my goal was to make sure that I had the cover art because mm -hmm. that's what I could help him with, you know, the image. Mm -hmm. What Dion was working with was getting the track together, meaning, did you finish your verse? Like, what? Like, what did she you guys have just to go Keep people on top of this shit. Yeah, yeah, like, Injustice was like, all right, now once that's all done, like, we got to think about what the video is going to look like. It might not drop right after, but it's just like getting like preparation. So that's the formula. Having oh, so everybody... Zone 5, you're just getting much better, bro. I've been watching you progress well. That I know. Shout to him. We, so yo, awesome, we like. Getting way better, bro. <laughs> it's like, wow, Justice, like, I don't want it, you know. I met, yeah, I met him in Harvard Square, and he was like, yeah, bro, that's the first time I've, I've really gotten into video and stuff. He was taking pictures at first, yep. right? Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Yeah, yep. shit's grown really, exactly, really. Exactly, you know? So it's just, months. yeah, just, right, crazy, like, matter of a couple weeks, to be honest. So it's How just important like, is content? Con content is, is king. everything content is content everything is like that's why it's like putting the formula together so we have we got the chat together we we're like all right you are gonna drop this song on this day now you know two weeks prior everything that you're doing needs to be done by the drop right and, and what do you mean like it has to be mixed everything mastered, what, like your cover <laughs> art like me and you are going to work on the cover art and that's going to be done before you and dion are going to work on the track it needs to be mastered queued up on soundcloud queued hit, up hit up john hit up john right like literally, <laughs> just do hit up john. literally like <laughs> is john in town like right and so justice is like okay you guys need to come up with a concept for this video so we have the formula and then the song dropped 24 hours later it had a, a thousand like mm -hmm. streams on just on soundcloud right mm -hmm. and after that you know, Polo reached out to me and was just like, yo, that shit really got a thousand streams in a day. And mm -hmm. I was like, that's just the formula. When you have organization yeah. and you drop it. And now, the and, and what is, would a disaster be like what you guys are talking about? The disaster is when they do, like, okay, this is why you, I get you're shot me like a, a song underperforming or like. No, the, 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 uh, the disaster would be basically previewing music that's not even mastered, talking about things before it's done. You know, like saying, oh, That's I got real. this coming, I got this mm -hmm. coming. And it's just like, you don't know what's going to happen. So why why tease your fans with something if you don't even have it ready to go? Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of thing. So that's why, I mean... People get excited, though. Yeah, exactly. And that's the artist. The artist yeah. is going to be excited about their shit. You know, it's the artist that's sensitive about their shit. They care about their shit. This is their life. But me, like, what I'm sensitive about is my life is organization and making sure you get everything you want mm -hmm. and you get it ten times over. So it's like, for me, I get on the Dame Dash calls. There's been 
plenty of times, at least once a week, I'm cussing out somebody. <laughs> and they listen. They have That's to listen. It's That's not, not a lie. lie. It's not, not a lie. It's it's really not. And you like you just. So how much of it is it usually over social media activity? It's, it's never over. Like it's really never over social. It's really just I can sense when they about to be on some bullshit. When they start getting mm-hmm. like when we have a group chat going on, and I can see that you know someone's been quiet, and then I see them posting like you know. So they, it's social media, right? Yeah. No, like I see them posting other stuff, and then I'm like, you like. You're doing, you're quiet. Mm-hmm. And usually when you want something, you're on my back. Mm-hmm. You're quiet. That means you're getting ready for something. So that's why I have to check in with people. Yo, what's, what's up with you? Mm-hmm. You good? Oh, Word. yeah, Rox, I'm in the studio. I'm thinking about dropping. I, you know, I recorded. And then I'm like, show me. Oh, yeah, did it. Trash. No. Or when someone sends me something else, there's been plenty of times where, like, honestly, all they do is snitch on each other to me. Like, Rox, did you see this and that? Have you? And I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's really tattletaling. Like, like Deanna called me like, yo, did you see? And I'm like, I'm like, can you can you yeah. handle? I'm like, I can't. You know. What? what sorry to to. This isn't supposed to be irrelevant, but what does A and R stand for? Artist and repertoire, if I'm not correct. Okay. Yeah. And, but, and and so how does that differentiate from what she does? Um, from what she does personally, I know Rox knows music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she knows a hit when she hears a hit. She knows good content when she sees good content. But in my position is that I physically work with each track you know like when it comes to editing a track literally sitting down with each artist i sit back and i literally tell oh, them so you that. understand the production yeah yeah, yeah okay. for sure for sure I, I really like my drops done in a certain way i like build up i like anticipation for each track like i i really just know how to critique the track and then produce the track in a way where it becomes like and what do you just one. pick you just pick that up through time yeah just honestly i was doing it with d since he started i was mm-hmm. doing it with polo since he started i've been doing it with snow since he started even other people around the city you so, know so I mean? you understand sound 100 percent, 100 percent. i've been to every studio session with every single artist in the city mm-hmm. i can't tell you not one that i haven't missed and, and so is that a specific software like you understand pro tools you understand cubase I mean, yeah, like... yeah for the most part for the most part okay. i really just d was an engineer before he was a rapper mm-hmm. and so me and him would literally go back to back really just figuring it out you know we had how the shit should sound yeah he went to bu for everything mm-hmm. engineering and whatnot so me and him just really sat back and just figured it out together and mm-hmm. from that point i always knew what was going to happen you know how i wanted shit to sound what i wanted shit to be you, n- you never want to be an artist there's <laughs> a, a little man. piece. There's a little piece. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I don't want to be an artist, mm. man. Like that's just not me. But I really love the creative process. I can tell you that. I really love. Yeah, bro. You want to be an artist, bro? Nah, <laughs> nah. I think everyone wants to be a rapper. Yeah, I was gonna say. Don't. I was like, don't lie to this man. You know, <laughs> like I know you rap. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Um, so one thing I've noticed a lot, you guys. I'm sure you guys understand Instagram, like the back of your hand, oh, right? Yeah. It's such an addiction. It's so bad. Mm -hmm. How important, because, I mean, I don't even want to, like, because I follow, like, all your artists. How important for you is consistency? It's it's content and consistency. It's just, that's it. Like, it's just, that's why. But what means consistency? So, mind you, Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to kick game because I feel like everyone's going to take it. I actually am going to. (laughs) I want to run this motherfucker all the way up, Right. I want to drop seven episodes a week mm-hmm. because that it's automatic growth. You feel me? Mm-hmm. No matter what, it's like, okay, these kids are literally producing a TV show. It's fucking two of us watch it grow. But artists sometimes will drop a song, not even once every four months. Is, is there a formula behind that? Everything is a formula. Even, you know, I kind of, I'm not going to lie. Like I kind of cringed just now when you said drop 
like dropping something every day because in my head i'm like that's oversaturation mm-hmm. but then i'm like actually maybe your audience likes that well, so, well, well my big thing is like if i was so i made a film mm-hmm. right it did really well something like that you have to wait on mm-hmm. but i wonder if the internet's retention it's more beneficial to drop something nearly every day as opposed to waiting that's why you have to know and so i feel like okay um disclaimer i need to explain like i don't i feel like people understand and know dion because they've seen him in the scene and they know him in the music scene and they know he has an ear and stuff but like disclaimer this is why i could say half the shit i'm saying Mm -hmm. right now currently i'm employed at a law firm and i do their digital marketing Mm -hmm. so my background is in social media i've done social media for the un i've done communications for like hillary clinton i've done pr for Atlantic. so i should trust what you said yeah so that's why i was like disclaimer let me go back and say Mm -hmm. i don't want anyone to think that i'm just like some some bitch with a twitter account and i know Mm -hmm. what i'm talking about because if you look at my social media like i have very low numbers Mm -hmm. because i know how to do it like that's what i want for myself you also probably don't care that much. yeah i don't it's yeah my my shit's for jokes um (laughs) yeah so but in my background i would say the most important thing is just in terms of retention it's your fan base whoever likes your shit will like your shit and come back to it every single time the challenge on you is to figure out who likes your shit and if you're going to cater to them or you're going to cater to yourself and just make things and attract people or you're going to do it for the audience. Now, I feel like there's a, you know, there's statistics that always go out saying, you know, anything that you make, the anything you read on your phone, people only have attention spans of three seconds, right? Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, there's an example on Facebook where Facebook long form content. Oh, so you're deep on the analytics. Yeah, like I know what I'm yeah. talking about, you know, because I like I had to study this and realize like, OK, if I'm going to if I'm going to do this, I got to look back at data. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm, I'm a real data freak. Like yeah, I've had even with the with the chefs, like when I got on with them and stuff, I was that like, it's such a weapon. It yeah. is. And I, the first thing I did with them is we did a social media audit and it wasn't like I'm going to go through and, you know, delete all your problematic tweets. It was let's give me all your social media. I'm going to go in. I'm going to show you who your demographic is. I'm going to show you exactly what time that your audience pays attention to you. What time you should post and what you should post. What time you should post. What time specifically you should post. Where you should be. Mm -hmm. What you should tag. That kind of thing. And it's, it's specific to each person. And once I started explaining stuff like that, like, you know, golden rule, whenever you're posting anything on social media, you post it early morning lunchtime and evening because that's the time when people are are not at school or yeah work. they're, yeah, they're on their phone you know i'm with you man yeah so you. like that's a given because you got to think about what do you do you know like you go on your phone in the morning you go during lunch yeah, and yeah. you know at the end of the day but there was a difference where i realized for snow bands he can post because his audience was predominantly in like outside of boston right yeah, yeah. so he, he had a certain, from kentucky originally yeah he exactly so he's also has southern connections and for him i had to figure out i'm like well listen you know you have a lot of young women and men from the ages of 18 to 30 looking at your content but what i realized is you have a lot more men young men looking at your stuff than you do women mm-hmm. and you know what that's in that there's a strength in that saying there's young men who look at you and they're on your content heavy so that means that you can cater to that image like when you do stuff you might not always go hey ladies this da 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 they're not looking at that mm-hmm. but you also see your weakness seeing that there's a lot of young women that you're missing I, so, I gotta work on that yeah so it's just okay. like you know like you you could look and you can say so I came up with this formula where on your everything that you post cater it to that young man audience everything on your stories needs to be for women so you have the balance mm-hmm. because 
the men are always going to keep coming back and look, but they're not going to go through your stories. The women might go and be like, huh, you know. Well, I see. well how important is it to tap into an alternate, especially when you're on the come up, to tap into an alternate audience? I think Like, it's, what if you just really hone on a singular audience? I feel like if it's working, it's going to keep working. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean there's not an area for improvement. So it's just like, I told him, you know, like, focus on the male demographic that you have. Mm-hmm. Cater to them like you've been doing. That's our, that's organic content. They're just going to keep coming anyway. You know, they're looking. But if you're being yourself, if you're be- they're already here based off what you're doing. So you don't have to do much else to deviate from that. Exactly. But what I'm saying is, like, I think that's the easiest thing. And that shit was no bullshit hard for me when we started. So, like, we made a huge film. We made commercials. Like, I was really, like, mm-hmm. we were making cinematic shit. When I came up here, I was like, damn. I have to be way less calculated mm-hmm. because this type of content is free form. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting, I'm watching. I'm like, damn, my jawline's not looking as tight. <laughs> like there's a lot of that going on. But don't you think that at, at a certain point, the internet just totally gets, gets is the internet's totally transparent. Mm-hmm. So do you think people can tell when people force stuff? Yep. You do? Yeah. Cause they, because the thing is people know and, I think about this in my job all the time. Like people know that there's a person running this account. So mm-hmm. act like a person running the account. Absolutely. Twitter is not run by just a bird. Like, mm-hmm. no, it's literally run by some someone person, is clicking. Someone it. is literally going in and typing this. So you You're have genius, to act man. like, no, yes. it's, it's just, no, no I literally just, just had this epiphany like a couple months it's ago. Literally, Same shit. It's just, you know, that's why people like cling to authenticity because mm-hmm. it's real. So like when you, that's what I was saying about, you know, Something that I learned when I was doing social media at the UN is that we realized that long form content on Facebook goes well. People think that reading paragraphs on Facebook is like too much, but really it's the action of someone seeing four lines and then they see click here to read more. And in that moment, they get to decide, do I want to engage with this? Mm-hmm. And when they click more, they read more. And then they say, oh, this was actually insightful. Mm-hmm. That's why you have to make content that's long form on Facebook. And it's good content, mm-hmm. though. So it's just like you have to. And, you have- and so why does Instagram, why doesn't it work on Instagram? So Instagram. It, it does to a certain extent, right? Instagram's visual. Facebook com- is not. Com- completely. It's all about aesthetic. Instagram is, Instagram was created. And that's the thing. You have to go back to why the original purpose of each social media platform twitter was supposed to be for sure. text do you know gary vaynerchuk yes oh yeah yeah of we'll course. Talk the same v, language. That, you know you know gary v dion yeah, yeah he's a goat yeah bro. that's he's the that's the dude goat. you know so it's like twitter you have to think about who made this app and why do they make it this way twitter was for short form text it didn't it, it didn't cater to videos mm-hmm. it didn't really cater to you know like geotagging it didn't cater to any of that it only evolved as social media evolved instagram was complete like i remember my first instagram account and i was just like i remember i was you posting trolling? i was no i wasn't trolling i was posting like weird content cuz it was just <laughs> visual you know no one well, back to then con- no one even yeah. you didn't even know of it as content it it was just even, like, i'm just going to post a picture you know instagram didn't even it wasn't even on androids yet it was mm-hmm. only for iphone users so was you that 2012 was it? Yeah, I want to say. It's we probably right when you started. Yeah, so like yeah, right the, the chef started 2012. Yeah, a little bit before that. Word. Yeah, so it's just like the Instagram was made for that. Facebook was made for connecting with people once you graduated, you know, high school and connecting mm-hmm. with college friends and stuff like that. And then it grew to okay, this is how. And it, and it started in this city, isn't right? That crazy? Exactly. So yeah. exact like. That's Boston, nuts, isn't amazing. it? I, I know, city. honestly. So it's just like you got to think of what was the original purpose for this. And now where is it? They've all grown, though. Exactly. They've grown because they're all marrying each other. 
Insta- Twitter wants to look like Instagram. Instagram is now by Facebook. Facebook is killed out. Snapchat. Snapchat is now great. YouTube. You know, YouTube, and you can stream. You know, everybody is mm-hmm. on top of each other. But I think what you have to go what back to is... What happens if there's, is, like, a mega platform? There's, like, one that has every piece. I think, you know... We gotta, I, yo, we got we to gotta call the music, whatever we're doing now. We got to go make that today. Bro. I feel like, no, honestly, I feel like that's where... Had Facebook not run into the, like, Russia Gate and all that problems, that's where they were going to because they sure, made... crazy. They made TV. They have TV now. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, and it's going to hit. And no one's big to Netflix. Crazy. <sighs> Block, but you guys watch you, anything on Netflix right now? I just finished The Bodyguard. And I was just like, damn, they keep playing Rob Stark. Like, you know, they killed him <laughs> off in oh, Game of sh- Thrones. Oh, I don't even know what that is. So what you bringing up Netflix for? You don't even know what's going on. The Bodyguard? Well, I thought you meant like the Whitney Houston movie. <laughs> That's also a cloud. We could get into that as well. Kevin Costner. Like, he was just, that was my an God. Amazing movie. Like, it was. I know. R.P. Whitney. My God. Too soon. Sad. But, um, like. Do you watch anything, Dion? I mean, wow. <laughs> I, I <binge. laughs> Yeah. I know. Ozarks. You saw Ozarks, Ozarks yet? Ozarks is Oh, my gosh. I haven't finished. Please stop. Okay. Oh, what are you? Season two? No, I'm on season one. Wow. Oh, okay. I know it takes. We could me a have a while. dope conversation right now. About I, know, this. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. It takes me a while to get into things because I'm stubborn. So I could get into stuff. Like I just finished. Um, what's it called? Uh, Narcos, Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, I just finished that. You fucked with it. Yeah, like, but it just took me a while to get into it because I'm like, honestly, I swear to God, I need to. I need to hurry up and learn Spanish because I'm not with this reading the subtitle shit. I know it's a I'm whole like, it's show. A, it's it's literally a whole show. Me. I was like, it's insulting to me that I do not. And I'm like, okay, now I know what's going on. The last episode, you know, the Americans come back and take, you know, I'm like, I thought they spin it really well though. Yeah. From, from Colombia to Mexico. Exactly. Cause it did all tie in. I'm just like, wow. You know, obviously like I shed a tear when I saw the, Pablo The Mexican show was way more vicious. Yeah. Well, that's Pablo cartel. Yeah. When Pablo came back, I was like, oh, thank God. Like, oh my God. I get to see him again. But, you know, spoiler alert, so. spoiler alert. You should have seen it. It's been up. I told like if I'm now finishing it, you had months. W- w- why? What do you want besides Ozarks? Daredevil was fire. It was sick. Marvel's so dope, man. Yeah, they're doing a good they're, job. Yeah, Everything. They're crushing DC. It's sad. Well, it's because the, cin- the cinematic shit is insane. Yeah. yeah and you guys see Black Panther? Yeah. Come I mean. On, such a good movie. Such what about um, Aquaman? <laughs> he looks like him, doesn't he? Okay, I was like, okay, you look mad familiar. Like, why? I was like, you look mad. Like, I they, they look exactly alike. I know. And he's coming off a shoulder surgery. Watch what happens when he starts hitting the gym, bro. No, you joke. deserve a Lisa Bonet though, because if you look at like that, you deserve a Lisa Bonet. You really do. Hit up Zoe. She, you know, she's available. So, yeah. um, so quick question. I don't, I don't want to deviate from. I Me and you could talk about social media for years. So this is like totally other end of things how much have you seen boston grow or yeah. has it grown i'm honestly gonna say boston's artists have really man they've they've done more than i can actually imagine like Did ask? honestly mm-hmm. like i'm not gonna lie i wasn't expecting since what since which year um since 2012 like Word. once 12 for 12 started mm-hmm. i believe like that was really when every boston artist knew of mm-hmm. each other we all seen each person's climb from that point um we've seen stiz before anything you've seen d before everybody um you've seen christmas before everybody replay you've replay mm-hmm. you've seen literally everybody now i'm seeing the underground scene out here and the underground scene out here is fucking amazing mm-hmm. like, yeah i'm fucking with polo heavy Obviously, not just because it's my... Pre-plug, pre-plug. Polo is like, bro, he's so fucking fire at what he does. Like, 
Snow, so fire, H, amazing. Like when it comes to Donald uh, uh, Grunge, like uh, Donald I'm Grunge. listening to like everyone. You heard his new seen. tape? Yo, his it's really fire, nice, bro. bro. Like, you I'm, heard I'm, it? Wait, what? Donald Grunge just dropped a new tape. He's a really good yeah. dude. I met him here before. Yeah. See, I look sure, to Dion sure. to put me on to things because I'm so like high level, like what? And I'm just <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm trying to get people into a label, and he's like, you gotta remember the underground scene. No, like, when, once I seen it like really like bubble up, like I seen everybody's like climb, and it was just honestly, bro, it's just been a beautiful thing. Everybody really knows exactly their path at this point, and even if they don't know their path, they're creating a good one for themselves. So, what does that mean though, in terms of growth, like? Yeah, artists get bigger, but I just mean like the market in mm. general. Because that's one thing I realized during the show. I was like, yo, I just threw like the biggest show that the Middle East has had this entire summer. Mm. And I did not make that much money. So how the fuck are people going to make money out here? <sighs> I've had some difficulties with that. I'm sure. <laughs> I know, I know. I you, think... you know what I'm saying though? But it's like, I'm not going to say that we need our own shit, mm-hmm. but we need our own shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm proud of everybody who's done the Middle East route. Proud of everybody who's done the House of Blues route. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of, I see the scene. Like, I see it for what it is. But the underground is bigger than the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need our own shit. New venue? We Venue. We need our own place. We need mm-hmm. our own studios where we all can bond. If we don't fucking bond, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, literally everybody go to the same you know what I'm saying? We all take the same route, mm-hmm. and then we'll all just come together at this at some point. At some point, mm-hmm. we all have to be together, and we all have to really figure this out together. Yeah. And there's nothing else that I can really so say. So, like you're saying, that. like uh, there'd have to be like an effective ass wave, an effective right. ass wave where we all are just doing the same thing all the time, mm-hmm. going to the same venue, going to. But the it's same like, where do you get the startup? For money like that, I you don't. Not, I think you gotta have some rich ass dude, like yo. It's not even he, that. Yo, like, here's thirty million dollars. <laughs> yo, go, yo you so got you. You three people are smart. Go create this network. You really know. You want to know where where I feel like we could see that Boston is so wealthy. We have old Amazing. money. We and I and financial I joke, money too. We have old money, financial money. We run markets. We start in America. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry, spoiler alert. I know everyone hates <laughs> America right now, but like Boston Tea Party, you're welcome. Like to Plymouth Plantation, honest, right? Like we started this shit, and so I feel like honestly, the the when you're when you're originally home, like being the first, everybody wants to leave, and then. You know, so they can go explore. And I feel like Boston is the hub. And if we treat Boston like an incubator, then that's how, like, we, yeah, should, be, we should be thriving in the fact that we're creating and sending out, you absolutely. know? Well, I think my theory on it, it's like, yo, Boston is a city. I know there's been, like, issue recently, but, like, traditionally, it's such a city about community. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, kind of ingrained in the culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everyone loves the sports teams, mm-hmm. right? They do. Yes. <laughs> Everyone loves the city as a whole. You know, they love like going to the state house or like some like the iconic mm-hmm. places. I just think music and entertainment's the last leg. Imagine if all these I famous ass know. comedians stayed. You know, all of them. Imagine all these um, like these rock bands stayed. Aerosmith. You know, every that's what I'm right. Like I wasn't trying to drop no names, but I'm just saying like think about like if everyone stayed and not to stay forever, but if had everyone just planted a seed mm-hmm. and passed the baton we would have been had shit rocking that's so the how thing. long is it going to take if everyone starts planting seeds i think 
I feel like plant, people are planting seeds now, and I feel like I'm seeing on Twitter the biggest thing that I see when people talk about Boston is no longer the Boston's trash, Boston's whack. I feel like we're getting into a point where people are like, yo, Boston's on the come up. Bo- we, we, we fucking, people, anybody not rocking with Boston is truly a hater. Like, Truth. truly, you're, you're truly a hater if mm-hmm. you hate on Boston. And I feel like we're, there's unison now. Like, mm-hmm. all of us are like, you got Boston hate? Like, when, like, it's funny, when I'm at St. John's and stuff like that, anytime I meet, anyone and they say you know oh blah blah blah. i'm from i'm from boston first thing i say is oh yeah i'm from dorchester where you from oh i'm from Lowell, and i spaz and i was known for that at st john's you're not from boston you're not from Get- boston you're not from my city no, but that's the you issue know? no everyone's from boston yeah. you're trying to build the and market that, you right feel exactly no, yeah, so then that's, true, that's, that's true. how that's what i was going to like we took the worst out of my mouth so then now that i'm back home in boston and i'm just like Oh no, you good in my book. You from Hingham. We out here. Like, you know, you <laughs> we, we good. Oh, we're from Lincoln. We're like, from yeah, Lincoln. Yeah. Like you oh, you off the blue line. Oh, you take the commuter rail too, me too. Like, all right, we 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 know. Like we Hang can on. both complain about South Station because we know what you know, yeah. everybody meets there. So I think it's every like and this just took Well with, someone would say, Yeah, I'm from the South Shore though. Yeah, like people, people say do that. say that, yeah. but they, I feel like when they're you know, when they're not If you're in, in New city, York though, they're it's like, like oh, yeah, I'm, I'm from Boston. Boston. I'm like, no, just say don't say you're from Boston, say I'm outside of Boston. Do we count Cambridge as Boston? No. Come on, see that's what that's the issue with the market. Because no. I could be from Boston because, right now, no, and this could be the no, biggest Boston the show. You but then my, no, but my my position is: why do you have to say you're from Boston? Say you're from Cambridge, and put somebody on to say what the fuck Cambridge is about. That's my angle. Oh uh, yeah, like good schools. Yeah, like I'm from where Harvard is. That's what's up. The same way I'm like I'm from Dorchester. No, like, no but I this can... is my shit. It's like you want it when you're trying to start a wave. You want everybody be on your team yeah but i'm gonna support you because i know that realistically like i am i am from dorchester but i'm very close to cambridge because my mother worked at mit i mm-hmm. grew up in, uh, in that Where? area my mom um she worked at not on campus but like she was part of the financial part of mit so she was the office like kenmore no it was um behind kendall so yeah so yeah so yeah see you know i know i know cambridge so um so like even that like for me I'm like of course I'm never gonna knock I'm not gonna knock anybody but now that I'm older I realize the frustration really was if you're from Lowell say you're from Lowell and I'm gonna support you from Lowell because I know Lowell because I'm from Boston but the thing is if you telling people that you're from you're from Boston and you're really from Lowell then that takes away from Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. People and I, that's but, a, it, but it have to, wouldn't it have to be Boston first though. No, yeah, it's, it's not even to, just you, that it's Boston yeah. first. You have everyone literally blowing up in Massachusetts. You know what I mean? Like Joyner Lucas isn't from Joyner Boston. Joyner Grammy nominated right mm-hmm. now. He's doing big shit, and I respect that. You have Wiz Dakota out there. You know what I'm saying? Lowell Lawrence area. Mm-hmm. You have people in the South Shore area. H Snow Bands, like people mm-hmm. who are really making and doing numbers in different areas. Mm-hmm. So we really have to push it as Massachusetts. Yeah. Everyone in the world, they just know it as Boston. And so, that's fine because Boston yeah. sports. That's fine. Like. Okay, if people think, you know, it's the New England Patriots, but, like, we understand the New England Patriots, and mm-hmm. they, where do they practice? In Foxborough, and then yep, what? And then we do parades right. in Boston. But that's the thing. We understand that as Bostonians, but that's not going to stop me from, like, not acknowledging that that's the New England Patriots. Yeah, they're yeah. Boston's team, but they're everybody's team. Like, people identify. Yeah, I know and what you're saying. And that's how you have to change but... the narrative, though. That's because, like, New Yorkers... You know if someone's from the Bronx, you know they're from Brooklyn, but guess what? If I sit there and I apply pressure and say New York's trash, everybody's getting together to stomp me out, <laughs> you know? Because they're like, no, that's New York. And then they're like, okay, well, I'm from, you know, and I let the New Yorkers mm-hmm. figure it out. Yeah, but but, but my thing is like, it, Dion, what you're saying is like, yo, like, and mind you, I'm just going to call you a vet because you've seen it all grow. Mm-hmm. Let's close that real quick. Um, 
when if something like that was to happen, and I'm, I'm acting like it's like a revolution, but like <laughs> if someone was like that to happen, you just want as much support as you could get, because mm. that's dead ass all you could have. Man. I feel like kids here are like picking off other kids' heads. I'm yeah. like, yo, yeah. I get that there's ego involved. You guys know this better than anyone, but mm. it's like, yo, you show the positivity over the negativity to yeah. grow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I've seen that on the West Coast more than anything, especially in the Bay Area, how all Bay Area artists, mm-hmm. they more, more than anything, they lift each other up. And even in Atlanta, you see that majority mm-hmm. of the time, each artist lends the hand and they lift each other up no matter what the cause is, no matter what type of talent that person is. A little Yachty can have a feature with a Childish Gambino and it won't be anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's so many different type of artists out here, but we're just so secluded to just keeping it at Boston. And it's not just at Boston mm-hmm. because we have New England. Mm-hmm. New- I see the West Coast, and I literally call it the West Coast. I don't just call it L.A. Yeah, I don't yeah. just call it San Diego. Mm-hmm. I don't just call it you know, San Francisco. Because when you really look at it as a whole, it's major. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people that came from there. Vince Staples, Tyler, the Creator, YG. No, yeah, like, you have so many different <laughs> yeah, elements, you know what I mean? And they're all from the same side. Over here, we have a giant, like, we can literally use all of this. We have Right. Money. I know. So how, how do you... I just feel like there's these pockets. And mind mm-hmm. you, I, at this point, probably know every artist in the city. Mm-hmm. I There's just these pockets of like people like, I don't know why they don't just come together. You feel me? Because I feel like they're... The like, ego. You guys probably deal with it's ego not all even, the time. I, I feel like it's not ego. It ego it's not ego anymore. <laughs> it's not ego. I think it's also just resources. Mm-hmm. Because... For us, like, being inner city, like, I know if I want to get into a studio, I could find a studio. I could go to Newberry Street and go to Cyber Sounds. I could go here. I could go, like, I have access because I'm inner city. But when One I side, th- you could definitely go to Phoenix Down Recording. Yes, there we go. <laughs> the right, best right. studio Sorry, in Massachusetts. Yeah, that's why we stay here. Run like. by John Scott, a world-class engineer. <laughs> exactly. Like, And also, the room is newly aesthetically pleasing. I know. <laughs> Pouring a ton of bread in this place. Yeah. Shout out to John. Shout No, for John real. Scott, like, that's the thing. If you... What's to keep somebody who's not from that? What keeps people from not being around here is resources. So if I don't tell, you know, if I don't bring snow bands who's not from inner city Boston or from Somerville to not come to this studio right now and, you know, mix his shit here with John, then he's not ever going to think of he's going to be like, okay, well, I can only stay where I can see. But if I say, you know, come here, and in do that it case, here. you also wouldn't get like the most professional sound possible. Exactly. Because I'm like, come to this quality here. But if, you know, no, if I have somebody else and they're telling me, you know, come this way or that way, I, I got something for you here, then I want, I feel support there. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like you have best interest in me and I'm going to get the job done. Okay. So that's why I feel like there's just, if you don't have the resources, who you can't ask about what you don't know. Mm-hmm. So you have to sit here and bring people in. You got to say, all right, that's what I'm saying about, like, I got over the thing about you from Lowell, you from wherever, because at this point, like, we just got to get shit rocking. Mm-hmm. So, Thank you. you know, let me let me take my ass to Hingham and come check you out. And then we go to Lowell and we get this person. We on a school bus. We move in. We, we moving through the city. Mm-hmm. We moving through New England. And that way we have momentum. And that way, if somebody asks you, like, yeah, yeah, no, oh, you from so-and-so? No, nah, I'm not from so-and-so. He is, but, you know, we, we, we paired up. It don't even matter where you're from at that point because mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're making something here. Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel like it's just, that's, that's all that needs to get done, like that support and the resources, and it's not ego anymore. Like, ego is beyond. Everybody has a, a mass hole ego. everybody's a mass hole so you're a mass hole we're all a mass hole I'm from Boston Dorchester Mattapan like that shit is dead like it's dead yeah I I think that's like definitely 
I think before me and Jack started, I was like, yo, bro, if we're going to do a, a podcast, it's like content we're not used to. I want to make sure it's the biggest fucking thing possible. I, that's probably just competitive nature I hate mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. more than anywhere else. <laughs> Is there any competition between publicists? Is that a thing? I think, I feel like, honestly. In, in A&R's, excuse me. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yes, A&R, because... It's from like what I, it's like I, I want to grow the biggest artist, right? Not even I don't I don't know. From what I see of Dion, I I trust Dion because I know he has an ear, and he has an ear, and he is confident about what he knows. So for me on my end, I'm just like, okay, anybody who's saying, you know, I'm about to do, like I know A and R artists because I worked at a label, mm-hmm. and I know like the people when they have an ear, there's no competition for them to go and find new talent. The competition is within themselves. How do I stay sharp? So I look at Dion, I'm like yo, how did you catch that? How do you, I'm impressed because that's not my lane. In terms of like, for me as a publicist, I feel like I, I use the title publicist because it's just easier for people to understand what I do. you say marketer. Yeah, but I really, I, I'm strategic communications. I do everything behind the scenes too. If you, any campaign you've seen over the last six months with the chefs. But like, you have to do that, right, right. Dion? Yeah. Out here, you have to wear the 45 hats. Yeah. Yeah. Because the teams, the teams are steadily getting built. They're not, not everyone has a strong enough team right now. Mm-hmm. And if you do... And enough money. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. The, the money... I'm not going to say, no. like, money is, like, the biggest objective, um, but it definitely is suitable. Like, most people do need it. They really want to grow. It's helpful, though, with it, everything. They need it. But, yeah. like, right now, it's only the talent that's thriving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The talent is what's driving everything. So Word. if you have that, you have to find a way to get yourself to this point b point c you have to find yourself to get you have to get yourself there mm-hmm. and you know money can stop that yeah but i haven't seen it stop those who are hungry enough mm-hmm. and that's just me being honest if you're that hungry you're gonna get it done couldn't agree more but i think we all can agree money helps mm. yeah can, money improves but it don't from make a, from, from a marketing standpoint no you don't think so i work for free for the chefs and i'm making shit boom for free mm. to be completely honest G- guess what my marketing budget was for the show this summer what Yes. I can't. I don't know. I say eight. Zero dollars. Zero? I hand sold 400 tickets. You know any motherfuckers that would do that out here? That's what I'm saying. Like 12 bucks <laughs> pre-sold and then 15 at the door. Yeah. There you go. And that's because you knew how to move. You knew that you need to see people in person. You knew that you needed to not only show people who bought things. But I think that's what everyone needs to do. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it's like you need a street team. You're your own street team. Mm -hmm. You got to move. You got to get up in people's faces and say, (coughs) and then you know know client service and customer service. Not only does someone buy Well, my audience was a bunch of like preppy, rich white kids, and they don't give a fuck about Boston music Mm. at all. So I was like, yo, I'm going to have to do some psychotic shit to get all these kids at this fucking thing. <laughs> so I put in all these like, booze sponsors that helped. And like mm-hmm. you incentivize people mm-hmm. like you say, hey, you can get on stage. They'll get on stage. You know, mm-hmm. also, if you get girls at a show, that's a uh, that's oh, I was going to say that's a gem. Women mm-hmm. know music. Mm-hmm. Women know good music because they just women have an ear too Mm -hmm. we know good and we know bad if it doesn't bop we're not doing anything to it we're not going to the club we're not going to support you women go and support artists we support what we like Mm -hmm. we love rihanna so what we gonna do we gonna fucking buy anything that she puts out you know like we like good stuff so that's like that's another gem right there that's why i i feel like when i talk to the artists like yeah you talking to ladies 
but you're not talking to them in a sense of romanticizing them. You you talking yeah, they to get turned up to yeah. yeah they you talking to a woman mm-hmm. like and a woman hears it the same way you respect your mother and you see your sister or you see women in your life in a certain way like they know things before it happens mm-hmm. so you got to pay attention to that and you might not that's know that's tough for a lot of dudes though. that's honestly. what I'm saying so that's why like and it's funny because even being brought on to like the chefs like I was trying to work with the chefs with D really like a year ago mm-hmm. and he brought me in and he was just like I need you to like come help me like figure out management and stuff like that and his his pitch to me was I sat back and I looked at all the great teams every single label that made way you know and what they had was a woman behind them mm-hmm. really just running them yeah that's a fact and so I was like when he mar- when he said that to me I was just like you just saying that because you just want me apart. But then I thought about it and I was like, no, you're right. Like, that's true. But at well, that there's a t- certain type of organization I'm assuming you could bring that no other dude could bring. Right. And One. I, Would you agree, Dion? Absolutely. You, I, I think, and this isn't even me to sound like sexist, but I think women have a brain to like totally be more punctual. punctual mm-hmm. And like, I think women have a better ability to focus than dudes too. They have the advantage of all men right now in an administrative (laughs) like especially if like you're an organizer Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. and that is huge i think it's just like is that ever tough for you because you like dealing with like four or five dudes (laughs) it's it's tough for me where it's like like welcome back jack (laughs) (laughs) what she went out to call lisa you you wanted to check on your boo a little yeah make sure is that door locked this one? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think yeah, have you been waiting to get that cough off yo, the whole sorry thing? sorry about my cough. No, my bro. Cough. You're fine, dude. Sickle mode. I'm really trying to get over this fucking cold. You got the flu shot? I got a flu shot. Good. Where? I, Star Market? No. CBS? Uh, no, I went to my doctor for a physical. Well, they gave bougie. it to me. Can't get the one. I know. No, it's not chill. You got to chill. That's the same thing that what they sell in an office. You know, you kill that narrative. But, um, and I feel like working with the chefs and working for with men and I kept telling like you can go into my Twitter right now and there's been multiple times where I've said I will not work for a man. I will not work with men. This is be- this is before everything. This is during. This is two weeks ago. This is like <laughs> Damn, this you, is me. you know like this is what like, do they think when you post it like that? Nothing, because I'm I'm making it happen. They're like, okay, Rox is in her bag. All right, let her rock, whatever. And then it's just like, okay, Rox, sorry. And then I'm like, all right, because it's just like. <laughs> I mean, you know, it is because it's just like, and I, and I tell this to, I was flipping out yesterday, yesterday, Dion and I were talking about this and I was saying like, my approach is the way, the way I work for myself is I've never asked anyone to work with them. The only person I can say that I've ever said to them straight up, I want to work with you is Jen Mason. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm that, trying to get her up here. Someone text her. See, she won't answer you. She don't. No, Jim Mason. No, Jim Mason. She's amazing, and and, and she and I like also grew up That's, together. It's a girls' night. Yeah, right? yeah. Her and she. Yeah. So we like she and I grew up together too. So she's the only person that I've been like I need. I need to mm-hmm. work with you because there's also that element of like our friendship, but also like I can see why she she's a person. She's a creator where she's like, nah, I'm very particular about my shit. And when I'm ready to work with someone, I'm gonna work with them. And that's me. So mm-hmm. I understood that. And then what ended up happening was I was being approached by different people and they're like, oh, can I get your help with da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. But I've never had, I've never wanted to work with anyone. It's when they ask where I'm like, okay, I'll work. But mm-hmm. I've never gone out and tried to do it because I I just know myself. Oh, we are me and you are on separate pages. So then, so see that's <laughs> well, I feel like that's because 
honestly, for me, as hard as I've worked in like honing my skill set and stuff like that, I'm I'm just in a place where you if feel it, like you you should be more selective. No, 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 no. I, not I should be selective. I just feel like if it don't feel right, if I don't want it, then I'm not sure if it's for me. But mm-hmm. when people approach me and they're like, can you help me with something? I'm a helping person. Mm-hmm. So when G.O.D. says, you know, help me with this, I look at him. I'm like, you're, you're family to me. So you want help? I'm going to help you because I believe in your music. I like your music. So I can help you where, I, where, you know, where it is. But if I get involved in something and you want me involved, you got to let me remember. You asked for my help. You, you got to let, let me, me drive. Yeah. You got to let me get my shit off. So that's why I feel like I don't ask people to be a part of this stuff because I know I see where they are in their like artistry or where they are in their business. And I'm like, you're not ready to listen to someone yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to support you. And I'm going to, you know, if I see something that's for you, I'm going to send it your way. And as a friend or as, a you know, someone in the industry, I'm going to send it to you. And I'm, I'm going to wish the, the best for you. But for me, I just feel like where I am, I'm I'm also not in a place to be listening to somebody who's not ready to hear me. Well, off that note, and this is for you also, Dion, do you realize that, like, and again, I was just having a conversation with someone outside. I was like, yeah, they're, they're like an administrative and, like, publicist team like some of the only i know of in the city like no there's like a couple people doing it in the city mm. but it's a gem that you guys are in the positions you're in do you think even though it's like hard as fuck it's obviously underdeveloped mm. you guys are like kind of diamonds in the rough in terms of this happening in the city yeah we- i can i can confidently say that we're gonna have a record label very soon yeah. we're gonna really be building off of this you know what i mean there's nothing that's gonna really stop us at this point this i don't see any of my artists as people who are gonna give up, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Anyone from the fu- from this future point on, if you're coming to me and I've got you in my circle and we're doing this, you're not giving up. Mm-hmm. That's just how I see it. Mm-hmm. And so if that person, you've probably been patient as fuck, bro. <laughs> patient. I'm a patient man. Good yeah. for you, bro. I gotta get some of that. Yeah, I don't know. I do not know. That's what I'm saying. Like when I be flipping out, he's just like, man, this is what I've been dealing with this how long. I've been trying to tell you about this, and I'm uh, like, ah. Is it? Have there been moments like in the past? I don't, was it six years, seven years? About s- pushing seven, yeah. So you're like, yo, I don't, I don't know where this is gonna go. No, absolutely. I felt like giving up a bunch of times, man. Still feel like giving up sometimes, and those are the moments where I'm just like, go harder, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up, go harder. And I feel like if people around me don't have that attitude, then get rid of them. Yeah, I fuck with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So like, how? So mind you, and I. Gio was supposed to come up here at one point, but what after someone's already run through the Boston market, let's call it right. Mm. Had a sold out show at the middle East, right? Had a couple of big songs. How do you progress with an artist from there Mm. in terms of like a marketing strategy? It's like shit. Okay. Boston doesn't have anything else to offer. Mm -hmm. We got to go to fucking New York and do something. We got to go to Atlanta. I mean, and was that a good question? No, that's 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 why I was brought in. That's really that's why I was brought back in. Like, I want to hear from both of you yeah. too. Go ahead, you lead the on. I think. You I think from like traveling and seeing like how everybody kind of like really navigates. It's really going to these festivals. It's really going festivals to like these major events where you know you're gonna meet somebody. Mm-hmm. And I've honestly met people who were just starting their own shit. You know what I mean? And now big big mm-hmm. they're literally doing major shit they're literally doing exactly what they said they were going to do when i first met them and that's the type mm-hmm. of goal like th- those are the type of goals that i want to be around you know people who are just that 
So, it, so you think that networking is if essential? Networking is the. That's how you get in. I I can't tell you any different. You have to go to these places. How, how important is go. the product? The product, honestly, I've seen people with shit product getting tired places. Shit product. How crazy is oh, that? It's amazing. I'm like, you got it. your formula. You know your formula. <laughs> you know what you're doing. So the, whatever. The people mm-hmm. who are literally like, they don't even have to be the coolest people in the room. They're literally just those people who just want to just tell you about themselves you know mm-hmm. like people who just have that energy flowing through them and those are the people that you have to pay you have to pay attention to because they're not going to give up they're always going to be on their tasks and i appreciate those people because i've seen multiple multiple people climb that ladder mm-hmm. and even myself i've gotten to a point where i was able to climb certain things and i was able to get myself to certain levels where i was like damn i never thought i would be here i never thought i was going to go to the west coast or be a part of like a California scene. Did you, did you like it out there? Man, I love it out there. Mm-hmm. I fucking love it. I love you, t- you go out there a bunch. Man, I love it so mm. much. Bro. I go out there as much as I can. Anytime I get, get the chance to get the trip out there, I take it. Mm-hmm. Anytime. You, you guys ever go to like the Midwest? Midwest, you, uh, yeah. Well, you, mm-hmm. you work in Boston, right? Wait, me? Yeah, yeah, I work in Boston, yeah. Um, Why is it like that? No, I mean, I was just thinking, I was I, honestly, I was just thinking about California. I was like, man, I would love some heat I know. Right well, I no, just, it's actually not that bad. It's supposed to get, like, nasty in, like, three weeks. Um, you guys remember New Year's last year? Terrible. It was, like, a, a brick. What was I doing? What? It's so cold. It's, it's so terrible. Cold. Yeah. For, well, the thing know. is, it's depressing, bro. It just takes a yeah. toll on your mood. Yeah. That's just, my God. Okay, sorry. We're back. <laughs> so, what... So you think like once someone just runs through like a circuit in Boston, mm-hmm. that's what we'll call it, right? You can, your only objective and like your only option next is like, okay, you got to go hustle and meet as many people out of state. Mm, you Your music can, it's probably already, right now, there are people who are out of state already touching certain people's music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, if you have someone like Rox on your team who can explain, yo, you're getting bumped in Minnesota. Yo, you're getting bumped in North Dakota, you're getting bumped in these places, then just figure that out. Figure out where you need to go, where your mm-hmm. next step should be. Take that step. Mm-hmm. Go do a show out there. Go, go e- to a, even if it's for like ten people, there. go do yeah, it. Yeah, right? no, because it's matter. just like that's why, like me being brought into the chefs, it was really just looking at D and D and being like, okay, I am, I'm Boston's music. Like I am part of it. I know it. I I've led in it. I've failed in it. I've like. What's my next step? So it was really just looking at him and being like, okay, you're here. Now, you've succeeded in this. It's not up to you at this point in your career to be chasing. Mm-hmm. You need to be chased. Yeah, but so- that's that's something for me about any artist out here. I think people, like, if you show humility, mm-hmm. I think if you are in some real hustle shit and you go person to person, I don't think there's more you can do than that. Mm. Are we on a different page there? I think, yeah, I think there's like a balance in that. I think there's one, like, again, authenticity. There's that. But also what I'm just looking at, like, the Chef Boy brand itself, there's D who's been in this for almost now, going to be touching a decade. And then we've got artists like Polo Summers who's now just doing this for real within the last, like, year kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. So I look at both of them and I'm like, you guys aren't at the same position, but we can do the same thing and it would work for both of you in a sense of like, Polo, you may not need to take over Boston, right? Because people are come to you, you like, people are going to come to you. If they like it, they'll love it kind of thing. But Polo, I've looked at you and like Dion said, you're booming out in Minnesota. That's a fan base. It's not in Boston. You don't need to take over your city right now. 
you might just need to step out a little bit. The same way I would tell D the same way. It's like, okay, you are progressing into a California sound. Go ride that wave. And if you go over there and it works, it doesn't. Like, go where your fan I, I base think maybe, is authentically I, I think, coming in. Sorry you know? to cut you off. No, I think I think my, like, question is you guys have to build up image for artists, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At, at what point is it like, yo, maybe I should just – at what point does an artist have to stick to their image and then also show hustle? Does that make sense? Um, was that a terrible question no I I see what you mean I really feel like it just depends on what the outlook is in the moment I feel like if someone's dropping a project and they have an idea of how they want that project to go or if they have a video and they want that video to look a certain way there's an aesthetic for it each artist has to really go that route from that point and just keep on climbing okay I feel you so like so you're saying like wherever your origins are, you have to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because that's how where do you do a rebrand then? Because that would be fucking. A rebrand is easier. Than a rebrand sticking is easy. <laughs> <You think> so? <laughs> a rebrand. A rebrand is easy because okay, we can make another example. So Snow Bands, and this is something that we've been working on with him because he came out originally as Buddy Love, right? Mm-hmm. And so his nickname is actually also no Polo. I asked you what Snow Bands' first name was. You didn't know it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, Yo, bro, what are these two names? Well, gotta write them on a list. I know. I. I he was like, Yo, bro, it's fun. To, it's yeah. Like, no. We call him Buddy, bro. I, I don't know. know. No, I know. <laughs> I know his first and last, and like I know everybody. That's another. Thing. when i came in the first thing i did is i told everyone i was like this is my government name and now i need to know your government name yes. i have two phones i have my work phone that has your artist name mm-hmm. my personal phone has your your real name because i need to have i like when i call you on my personal you talking to rocks you know mm-hmm. when i'm calling you on work you talking to you know your publicist you, we like i have to wait so they call you two different things no i mean i don't know what they call me they call me rocks like, like but i don't know if they call me behind my back honestly <laughs> but i mean no i mean they call me rocks either way but it's just like they know what time it is based on what i'm calling you for and i'm trying to get that across to them yeah but i mean like let's say like if you hit up dion you can say yo what's up dion or d mm-hmm. they're gonna say yo what up dion don't care <laughs> I might no. I call Dion. I'm like, yo, what's up, Chink? Chinky eyed Dion, what's up? You know, like, cause that's his old Twitter, you know. But that's cause I know him. But if I hit him, like, like for this, like prime example, coming to this, I'm I hit him up on my work phone. I'm like, yo, we about to make this move at seven, and he's like, all right, cool. On my personal phone, I'm texting him tweets, and like we texting about like memes, mm-hmm. you know, cause I have to differentiate because it's just like when you go out and you give my number to somebody. You need to know exactly what you're giving them. Don't give them mm-hmm. my personal because I'm not going to answer an unknown number. You got on my two per- jacks? I do. Me too. Yeah. That's just like, yeah. <laughs> you feel like business, right? That's business. You wear a watch? No. You got, I, no, you got I have, on that. No, 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 no. I have and a, AirPods. Next, and AirPods. No, 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 not AirPods. No, no, no. I'm, no, no, no. I don't do AirPods. I got Bose wireless, please. AirPods, oh, yeah, that's, that's quality. We can't give it Apple everything. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's, it's a better sound than Apple. Everything yeah, is a absolutely. better. Apple only sounds good with Apple. Remember that. Both sounds great with everything. Oh, why? You have an Android? Nah. You have an iPhone? I have two, yeah. Oh, two iPhones? Yeah, I got an iPhone. on Apple. We both know they're amazing. <laughs> and I the update, you guys got the update? It's incredible. It's no, I have yeah. Apple because my market has Apple. When I lived abroad, I was definitely moving with an Android. Oh! So, <laughs> I know. were cool until you said that. Nah. Well, that's <laughs> I mean, the. Abroad? Abroad, when I lived in Europe, everybody had. No one. No, they're big out there? Only America used where, where, where were you abroad? I was living in Rome. That was sick. Yeah, so it's just like, um, we can get into that another time. But, like. <laughs> In terms of rebranding, like for Snowbands, he he's Buddy Love, right? And he dropped a song, Sipping Syrup, under Buddy Love. 
but it it boomed and he was like i'm not buddy love anymore i'm snow bands and i told him the only way you could rebrand it is before going, or after he got the blonde tips this is during this is all the same no, week this, i don't this is after. what really yeah snow after. bands that's snow when he bands when the, that's when the blonde tips came in oh i yeah. thought he was just <laughs> i don't know, I, don't know. I, I guess but yeah so i told him i was just like the only way you could rebrand rebranding is easy if you just fess up to it i think it. he was telling me that i think at the show he was like yo i got these sneakers they say snow bands on them i'm yeah. like and then he yes. said he has like some jeans. He had some jeans made too. Yeah. The overalls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I love them. I love. Oh my god. So I love hard. Buddy. I know he got. Oh my god. I love. He didn't him. move. Uh he's moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. You guys um, are an event, right? Yeah. We had his um his single release party and um his going away party. Where? Um yeah, probably. Where? Um, Ultra. At Club, no club lounge. Studio. Studio lounge. lounge. Studio Studio lounge. Where lounge. was that? That was on the 14th, the 15th. No, no, where in the city? It's like in a downtown, 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 downtown. downtown. Right when you get into Providence, it was like right into the city. Downtown. I know, like what was right near it? The Strand's not that far. It's literally like right around the corner. Okay, word. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I think I know exactly. Yeah, it's like we threw an event at the Coliseum. Do you guys know Coliseum? No. I think I've been there once, yeah. All those all those Rhode Island clubs are, are interesting, bro. Yeah, yeah no, crazy. see, I don't. See, I got my 15 on 15, 15 minutes away, <laughs> 15 miles. I don't. Nah. I did that because that was work. Like, okay, we're going to do that in Providence. That's your background. That's where you You don't ever get sick of the city? Yeah, that's why I moved to New York and abroad. Also, wait, how long have you been back? Two, three years? I've been back a year and a half. I moved back to Boston in July 2017. Oh, so you needed a break. Yeah, no, I had a dip so I could come back and do some shit here. To Enjoy be it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, yeah, that was really it. And I came back home and I, I did stuff. But Same shit with you, Dion. You feel like sometimes you got to leave? Yeah, man, I went to the, <laughs> I went to L.A. for so long. Probably like six months. Went to the Bay for like eight months one, at some point. 2016, 2017, I dipped. I feel like it's D- needed. That sounds like you miss it, bro. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, nah, I love home, though. I'm not going to lie. Home, home is home. Home is definitely home, but, you know. Yeah. Got to take that trip. You have to. I think the city's fun, too. You guys think so? Oh, I've, yeah. Oh, honestly, this is a blast. I've had the best parties in Boston. Yeah. I've been to the best parties of my life in Boston. Yeah. I just like, like, we're talking house party at club. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. My, my best parties have been home. Me and Jack, they, they had a show up at Cure Lounge. We felt like big celebs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I was yeah, blasted. That was terrible <laughs> business on my part. I don't really, I don't really drink, so I was like, "I know Whoa. you gotta learn, so you know to never do it again." Oh, that was that was bad. I was like, "Jack, I love you, bro." He's like, "What? Dude, calm down." <laughs> that was tough. Yeah, no, that's true. I was just telling Dion this too about like, um, just like last weekend, I went to um, what? Where where was I at? It just slipped in my mind now, but I went to Coco and Breezy. Um, they're two DJs from New York. They're a pair of twins. They're amazing. They have sunglasses. They're yep. just uh, male or female. Female. They're amazing, and they had an amazing set at. God, I cannot remember the venue, but this is last weekend, and I went there sober. Me and my girl got there at like. You were nervous. I was listen. I <laughs> like, we went. We no. We were tipsy in the beginning, and then we were there so early. Oh, so you weren't sober. So no, 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 no. I was sober. Roxanne James was sober. I was sober <laughs> because we got there and I was a little buzzed. And by the time, like, you know, by the time they had their set, I was completely sober. And I kid you not, I had the best time of my life. Like, that was probably the best party I went to that year, like this year. Oh my and I was God. like, I was coming back and I, I was amped because one, they had such an amazing set and everybody came out. Oh, it was Kickback Boston, their 30 year anniversary at. Where, um, where was it? 
God, I cannot remember the club. But it, that's the the org, like that's the organization that brought them in because they were having their third year anniversary of the kickback. So they had it, and it was just so well done. They had like it was amazing people there. I literally did not see anybody that I knew from Boston there, and I think that's probably what reminded me of like a little bit of it being like a New York club and it being so fun. But the best part was is that I was able to like get in front of them and like you know take pictures and support them and stuff and dance with them and stuff and then the next day they like reposted me on their stories oh you were pumped yeah i was amped because i was just like one Who doesn't like a, re- a repost yeah i was like okay you know <laughs> i shit off you know i'm important now you know i'm on cooking breezy stuff but it was like also they hit me and they were just like you know can you send me some of these videos and i was just like yeah here you go and i had to tell them too my artist god he told me really i was like i'm about to go to this let me know and he was like nah they got it rocking in philly when i was with Mm -hmm. them and i told him and it was easy for me to like not only plug myself but plug my artist and say Mm -hmm. my artist told me to check y'all out so anytime that i'm in new york i'm gonna come check y'all and anytime you want anything in the city come check god Mm -hmm. come check me that kind of thing and they were like we appreciate they were like awesome we appreciate that you know so it's just like having a good night out and having a good experience and then being able to follow it up with like some organic love and organic business it's dope. And they just retweeted me on Twitter. I was like, damn. Like, oh, you're double. Yeah, I was like, now. wow, I don't even go on the internet like this. And I was like, wow, I'm, I'm buzzing. I can quit my day job. I'm, <laughs> you're, I'm, you're, I'm you're trending. I need my blue check now, you know? Like, I, I'm verified. I'm out here in these streets. But it was just, like, to have such a good night and just... But then on the other end, like, I went to another party this past weekend. Trash. And it was, oh, it was trash. Like, it was, it was like, the worst. I was like, somebody get me out of here. I was like, why did I show up here? Don't but, drop any names. Oh, of course not. Please. I'm, I'm in publicity but they, for but, but they know you were there. Everybody, like, listen, I go out, so you know what it is. That's one thing. That's probably something I want to talk when we're done, but, like, you guys never thought of, like, trying to get your artists a club spot or, like, you know what I'm talking about? Get your own shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get your own shit. Yeah. 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 So you've been on it. That's how I yeah. see it. That's yeah. the only way to get up there. Yeah. What, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but what is, like, like the biggest L you faced in terms of, like, the last seven years? Because, like, your deadass, I haven't really heard a true perspective on, like, kind of the start Shit. from when Boston music started to where it's at now. Shit. We're just some newcomers. Mm-hmm. It's not, I haven't really seen, like, a major, like, I, I'm not going to say I haven't seen a major. I, <laughs> I've definitely seen, like, moments where everybody's given up. Like, that shit's tough. I've, man. I've, you, everybody witnessed it. D gave up. Mm-hmm. He had to feel that. He had to really go through, say, I don't want to do this. And when he gave up, it kind of, like, affected everybody mm-hmm. around him. You know, like, I I saw it all the way down to his son. You know what I'm saying? And how he would interact with him, it just felt like there was just something missing. You know what I mean? And so once he really got himself back, he felt like, yo, I got to get back in this. He mm-hmm. hopped in so much stronger than he did when he was is that tough for you because you're like in a way you guys are like a support system mm-hmm. yeah. so like you know it's not i'm imagining you guys love it enough so it's not really even your job it's like kind of your livelihood mm-hmm. but like the business unit is like you someone's dependent on you and you're dependent on someone mm-hmm. that shit tough it's like yo my artist is like done fuck I'm, I feel I felt it for real. Yeah. I'm not going to say I did. I really did feel that shit. And it wasn't just D. You know, I, I've seen plenty of other artists say that, they're doing, that they don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And then once you see that, it's just like, it's, it's kind of just a reality hit. You know, it's definitely a reality check for mm-hmm. everybody. And it hurts. That shit's it scary, hurts. man. Yeah. It definitely does. But you need it. 
Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you that straight up. You need the pain. You no need to take what, L's. You need to take that L mm-hmm. because what comes after, mm-hmm. you don't know. You only up. Then I wasn't gonna mention this, but that's really why I was brought in. Mm-hmm. Like D gave up music, and I got that crisis call. Like it happened right when I started the show. That's when I got. That's I mean what, the the show this summer. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I got involved because it was really like D giving up music, and I'm like, what? <laughs> that's your life like that's yeah, your like, that's your livelihood that's all know. i've known you for like i know you as everything you know and so getting Every day he's been in here yeah, yeah. like live lives here since 2012 he's been here you know that's where i met heartache, him, you know man. like especially when you love something so much and you just like fuck man i'm really been putting my heart on the line for a grip and it's not even i feel like it's you have what you have to keep in mind is that like what I saw and like when Dion called me and me like, yo, like D's talking about he's giving up music. I'm like, what? So I'm like, I talked to him and he's just like, nah, it's just a dub. And I'm like, aside from the artistry and stuff, but I'm like, no, like that's your life. Like mm-hmm. that's, this is what you, what makes you breathe. So to hear that and it's just like, I'm going to do whatever I can do and make sure anyone next to me is doing anything that they can do to make sure that you get as much oxygen as you need. Mm-hmm. Cause I see that this is your life. So it's just like getting that crisis call and being like he and then it's not only like him just privately say I'm not doing music anymore. He he told everybody mm-hmm. it's done. Yeah. And so it's just like seeing that and, on the Internet or something. Yeah. Seeing yeah. seeing that on Instagram. And then it's just like it's one thing you like you see it. And then on the other end, it's just like you got that person's number and you talking to them. And it's just like you talking to a ghost right now. You're not talking to somebody who's so it's just like, all right, you step back and let everybody else who really loves you we're gonna take care of you the same way well, you Dion, I, can't, take care I can't even imagine what that shit was like because like you mm. just I'm, I'm sure you've just been like a total like supportive position for like dumb long it's like yo bro we're about to, like yeah. we've come so far like absolutely fuck. absolutely and when when i seen like the post and everything it didn't really i didn't take it as a joke but i didn't take it as serious mm-hmm. for me i was just like you know what like just let him get that off, whatever, whatever. And then yeah. I linked up with D. D's my blood brother at the end mm-hmm. of the day. You know what I mean? And so you guys went through a bunch together. Yeah, we've, mm-hmm. I've literally seen him go through every trash situation to every great situation. Mm-hmm. And I support him through through both. You know what I mean? And anybody who's close to me, they know that I support any decision that they make. And I, I'm always going to be like that for everybody around me. And so once that hit me, I was just like, you know what? I got to be strong in this. I got to mm-hmm. make some shit happen. I got to make something really get him back into that mode. And I got everybody back into that mode, mm-hmm. not just him. And w- I noticed once Sh- I hit Shout him out to Dion, man. Yeah, yeah, no, shout out to Dion. <laughs> no, for real, for real. Appreciate it. It's just like everything's a trickle-down effect, you know? So once negativity hits, it's going to affect everybody. Once positivity hits, that's going to affect everybody, but it works even better. So, do you Are you at the point where it's like, Yo, I've been doing this for so long. I'm starting to realize, like, kind of what I created here and, like, what's coming. Like, I might have a legacy with it. Yeah. That's how a little smile you cracked. Look at that. I was going to say, um, no, you know what? I was going to, I was, the reason I There's nothing I more you can ask for is legacy. Yeah. Right? No, the reason yeah. I smile is because, and I'm just going to say it this, it's a little corny, but I've literally, <laughs> like, you reaching out to me and asking me to interview me is just something where I, and I've been I've been bitching at Dion and all the chefs for like a couple of weeks now. I'm like, y'all don't understand how hard I work for mm-hmm. y'all. Mm-hmm. And I don't need the thank you. I just need cooperation. I was like, nobody 
I get calls every day from at least one of the chefs, and they're like, Rox, you you know X, Y, and Z? Yeah, I know. And they're like, how do you know? Because I put it together. Mm-hmm. You're a part of that. And it's just like, I don't need the recognition. I just need everybody to just be on get, the same page. Be on the same page, you know? So it's just like, when you reached out to me about doing the interview, I hit Dion. I'm like, yo. Uh, well, can I be honest? When I reached out, I was like, this is not even supposed to sound mean under any circumstances, but there are not a lot of smart people out here doing a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think you can kind of sense when someone's smart and kind of just shit together. So I was like, all right, like I've met you twice now. You must be doing something right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thanks. So it's just like, so. I mean, like I can tell like you're a smart dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, are we on the same page? No, like, you yeah, can tell no, when you someone's are, with no, it are, and someone's you are, not. You are. And so that's why I was saying like the reason I smirked is because you asked me to interview me. And the first thing I did is I like hit Dion. I'm like, yo, can I hit you about some business that has nothing to do with the chefs? And he was just like, he didn't, he took a while to respond. So I just threw it in the, the chef chat. I'm like, guys, um, I want to be interviewed. And how do you guys feel? And they're like, do it, rocks, do it. And I'm like, okay, like, oh, my, oh, my boy. It's like, oh, my God, you guys are so proud of me. But Aquaman like, loves it. I know, Aquaman right? loves <laughs> it. No, Aquaman loves it. So I'm good. I'm good. But, and the reason I smirked is I've, I've imagined this moment since I met Dion. Mm-hmm. Not on, like, you know, us being in a position to, like, you know, talk about what we love, but for us to be able to, be confident enough and come out and say listen not only do we make shit happen behind the scenes but somebody's recognizing it mm-hmm. and it's like we're i don't we're not looking i i, I mean let me speak for myself i'm not looking for the recognition i'm not looking for it's the nice look. though it's always it's, nice it's, it's nice but it's just it's nice to know that somebody wants to hear what i have to say because they know it's valid mm-hmm. and so i've envisioned this forever mm-hmm. and well so, i just think you I, yeah i just think the way you carried yourself, I was like, all right, yeah, like you guys must be, there just must be like real strategy behind all this mm-hmm. shit. Um, yeah, but back to recognition, you need it at certain points. Mm-hmm. If you've been grinding for so long, you'd be like, all right, that's nice. Mm-hmm. You feel the same way, Dion? I'm sure it's like, all right, that's like a nice little boost. Holy yeah. shit, I've worked way more. I deserve <laughs> way more than this, but fuck. No, yeah, I, I've taken way more time you know strategizing and working on myself than i have celebrating mm-hmm. and that's just me being me mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what i mean like i'm not somebody who celebrates victories i literally i literally sit back and you're I'm a psycho like, bro you're a psycho yeah, yeah, oh, I'm, in it. I'm, I'm in it i'm in it <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? like, i'm a fucking madman with it i just literally mm-hmm. sit back okay that got done everyone around me could be cheering and i'm like on to the next let's keep going mm-hmm. like it's not done how important What's what's more important, a good idea or execution? Execution. Execution, absolutely. Someone got to tell everybody that, execution. honestly. Don't sit back and... Yep. I started I, this podcast, and I'm going to blow it. started on top of my father's office. Mm-hmm. And, you, you and, and now And he found out, hated my guts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, you could talk about that. Talk, that. Yeah, <laughs> didn't talk to me for a while. Yeah. <laughs> You're a good guy, though. Yeah. But... It, but... It, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like anything else. I think people are overthinking shit. Would you guys agree? Yeah, Absolutely. definitely. Um, I can say that not chefs just an, it's not just rappers. It's mm-hmm. not just artists. Chefs are literally everyone who plays a role. Mm-hmm. So it's about creating hits everyone feels. That's what chefs stands for. Dion's coming in with the political slogans. He's done it the whole no. time. <laughs> nah, killing that's it. Bad. That's just always Wait, say it again. It's creating... Creating hits everyone, everyone feels. feels. It's with a Z though, right? Yeah, with the Z. Okay. And then everything just goes up from there. And so we have producers. We have videographers. We have photographers. We literally... It's not just 
what you think. It's not just yeah, all you of guys the are each a chef. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, by yeah, trade, just... by heart. Like we've got designers, we've got people mm-hmm. who want to see us stylist, in their gear. Like designers. we've got stylists. Like yep. you're a chef. You work with us once. You a chef. Mm-hmm. You reach out. You a chef. So I'm a chef. Yeah, you yeah. a chef. Absolutely. You're but, a chef. What about Aquaman? Yeah, sure. <laughs> He's running it. What do you he mean? He's you the Aquaman. chef. Like, duh, what you mean? I know. Yeah, like, you no, know, you're a chef. You, you. He looks like a. What's the dude's name? What's the dude's name with the the blonde hair? You Guy Fieri. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I know you. You, you know what I'm saying, right? Just trying to drag my man's like that. I don't even know why he did that shit. Like you just. Guy Fieri the madman. I know. You just. All right. You trying to? Oh my God. Are you guys okay? You know. All right. I know. I guess it cancels out now. You don't have to listen to him anymore. I guess. But um, nah. You're a chef, like, and that was something that I learned like the first time I ever met B was he was performing at the Middle East, I think, and I was there with my girls. And I was just like, okay, like, what's up, blah, 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 chefs. I'm like, okay. And I remember, like, one of the chefs telling me, like, I was like, oh, who's a chef boy? And the first thing he said was, everybody's a chef boy. It was chef boys first, right? Mm-hmm. That was what it was. Mm-hmm. When, when did that switch? That switched, I don't even I don't even know what year, honestly. But it just, everything just kind of ran its course. And through that, it just became what it is now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I just... I support everyone who supported us along the way. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't just stem from me mm-hmm. and D. There was many more people mm-hmm. that was a part of this, and they know who they are. What was that? Was it Chef Boy IDs? That's a, the first big song. No, no, no. It was oh. Talk of the Town. Ooh. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town was. <laughs> and wait, well, what was? I was just, I was just telling you, what was the? Uh, I, I've not met Millie's yet, but what, what was the name of the the, oh, the freestyle um, they shot here? And I was like, Yo, that is that Phoenix Down? Yeah, that was <laughs> D and Millie's, and that was on D's project. Ah, oh, damn, what song was it? Damn, 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 damn. Damn, it wasn't. We don't care. It was another one. That shit was crazy for me to see. I was like, Yo, this dude John turned the studio around, <laughs> bro. But no, D. Had, had you heard about this place until you came here? No, I. That's the thing. Like, yeah. I I met everybody back in like 2012. Like, D had you know, mm-hmm. he was at the Middle East, and then it was just like we were at the show, and then everybody came back here, and I was like, what the, f- what is this place? Oh, oh, so you had been here in 2012? Yeah, like. Oh, so you saw this glow up too? Yeah, mm-hmm. like I like. This before, even just now when we were walking in, Dion and I, the first thing we did, he was like, oh, they cleaned up. I was like, I think they painted it. Yeah, like, yeah they painted walk, the garage. Right. And he was like, no, they did <laughs> yeah. paint it. And then we walked in. He was like, that's different. That's the And I was like, yo, we were here probably, what, a month ago? Like, last time I was here was probably, like, within the last, no, that's a force, like, probably a couple weeks ago I was mm-hmm. here. And I was just like, okay, I can spot the difference because I remember, like, what it, used what it was like, what it looked like, you know? This, so you've been coming here for, like, six years? Absolutely. I've seen every single producer come up in here and do what they need to mm-hmm. do. I've, watch hum beats create you know what i'm saying in here big hum i've seen so many people come through these doors man and mm-hmm. it's just beautiful what john has like given us honestly it's, like it's d- crazy and again i'm obligated to say it but like actually the most blindly generous dude of all time 100 percent. when i came 100%. here i had called him on the phone because i had his number i saw him some picture mm-hmm. and i showed up zooming off of moon juice coffee <laughs> and I was like, yo, man, I'm running a pretty hot podcast. I'm going to do it here. He's like, all right, yeah, let's get started tomorrow, man. Sounds great. <laughs> That's exactly how it is. I was like, all right. Did he, go, did he blow some smoke in your face? Yeah, after? no, he had, a, like, he had a wristband on. He's like, yeah, let me give you a tour of the place, man. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. No, he, he's so consistent, man. Like, he just knows what works. Him. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just great to have him around. Like, just bouncing ideas off of him. Even us in the studio, he knows exactly how I like to create, mm-hmm. you know, like, We've just been doing it for so long, and he's just he's such a professional. Shout mm-hmm. out to John, man. You know, always shout out to him. Um, 
So they're going to kick me out of the studio in like the next like 10 minutes. So is there anything you guys wanted to plug or talk about? Well, give me your IGs oh. and your Twitters and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And listen, don't give your artist. Give yourself because this is your interview. Oh, so. my God. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, no. Um, so thank you, first and foremost. That's probably the first time anyone said thank you, Vix. Uh, really? She's thank a publicist, you man. I know. I, I, I know said thank image. you after, but yeah, absolutely. You know, no, but no, seriously, thank you. I'm forever grateful. And, um, I'm excited to just see you grow, and I'm. Oh, I'm, she's big. No, she's for, big political. No, I'm big. Yo, I'm big PR. I'm running for president. <laughs> yo, that's the thing. Quite you, no, you have to get your mind. You you start programming the way you talk to people. Oh yeah. If you're like, re, if you go real political. Oh yeah. You start oh, yeah. winning though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, dope. No, that's you know, I, and quiet as it's kept. You, you like, should run for office. <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> that my whole yo people who know me they're like I can't wait for you to run for office. I'm you like, should 100. percent That's the last thing y'all want. And, and, and I'll I'll help you run the whole campaign. We'll do a podcast a day. I know. Huge video up. campaign. Yeah, no, seriously. No, seriously. Um, no, but thank you. Um, I'm Roxlyn James. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram, Roxlyn without vowels. So it's R X L N D. It's the same for Twitter. Um, my Cash App is the same. <laughs> I mean, anything you want to contribute, you know, anyway, follow me. Um, I'm kind of funny. I won class clown in high school. As did I. Bring hey, it here. Anna, look yeah. at that. <laughs> funny. Vix, I did win, right? Yeah. He actually won big man on campus. Big? What does that no, mean? No, he used to be a big. Oh, Aquaman. He's still there. I know. <laughs> no, I know. you should have seen him. He's a scary kid. I know, but um. Yeah. Now he's a good guy. Now he's a good guy. He's reformed. Reformed Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman. Oh, so. Um, um, what's Twitter? Oh, Twitter is Roxlyn without the vowel, so R X L N D. Um, that's where you'll get me. Oh, wait, duh. Why don't I? Oh my gosh, I'm such a fool. Go to my website, romadoja.com. R O M A D O J A. Like Doja Cat. Yeah, Doja Cat, but not her. Um, Roma <laughs> I like, Doja. I like Doja though. Yeah, but okay. romadoja.com. Um, I've been blogging, and I don't take it like. It's where I just, you know, get my shit off. If you want some jokes, if you want to see, like, kind of where I think this, the same thing as my Twitter, the same thing you're going gonna to get on my Instagram account. It's just my personality, anything. And that's unrelated to the chefs. Yeah, unrelated to the chefs. You're going to get me organically as I am. And if you ever want to talk PR, content, strategy, social media, help me get my shit off of Dat Piff and onto SoundCloud, mm-hmm. like, whatever you want. Like I've Audio Max big now, uh, too. Yeah. Audio Max big to move. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anything you want to pick my brain about, please pick my brain for the next couple of days of 2018 because in 2019, I'm going to be charging people and adding tax to it. So get it for <laughs> free now. Too. <laughs> for real. A- ask me now because the LLC is coming in. Mm-hmm. Like Minus two. I, on the 18th, I literally, I was like, okay, stop being a fool. Like literally pay for this shit. Like what are you doing? Like LLC's coming in. Once that bank account starts and Roma Doja's up and running as a business entity, it's over. Yeah, but then you're going to get taxed. I would just say, yo, Venmo me X amount of dollars until someone starts. You know, I don't mind. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't do that at all. I mean, I don't don't know what you're talking about, sir. But I mean, no, like seriously, uh, reach out. Uh, My DMs are always open. Um, I'm here. Ask questions. I'm here to answer them, but feel free to reach out to me if you want. Oh, my business number, 857-498-9911. Um, contact that one. If you have the other number, which most of Boston has because I've had the same number since 2004, don't I, contact that I, one. I would say if contact either of you if you're serious about what you're doing. Even if 
if not my my thing is i'm always open like to people who don't think if they even if they're not i don't know what not serious is because for you well, to someone take, who wants to advance their career well no not even that because i get people who ask like the same way that you asked me because you said you know i don't want to come off as ignorant but i literally don't know what you do that's that might not seem serious but the serious element of it was you saying well i want to interview you know mm-hmm. but if you had just asked me i don't know what you do I, I've told you, I was like, oh, I do, you know, communication strategy, mm-hmm. PR, like, you know, that kind of thing. I make sure that what you want, I'm going to put it in a way, I'm going to get it to you and I'm going to do it nicely. Mm-hmm. And my artist should never have to be doing anything by themselves without support. I'm here to support you if you want to ask questions, you want to do something, you want to see if this is a flop or not. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a tourist. I don't play that shit. So I'm going to give it to you real rap raw. And that's it. And, and Dion. Yep. Everything for me, Dion don't care. Um, if you really want to talk business, really want to talk etiquette, whatever, management at god.com. Oh, yeah. um, that's our email for everything. So if you just want to just talk to us about strategy, anything, management at imgod.com. If you just want to talk to me personally, just hit me up on my social handle, Dion don't care. Fire um, handle. You probably got the best in Boston, bro. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Man, that took me like two minutes to I know. Create. I was like, yeah. so annoyed by it sometimes. <laughs> I started on Twitter. I started calling myself C Diddy. C Diddy. That's perfect. P Diddy. C Diddy. I know. Can we? Where my boss shit? I know. Can we? Like, ha- can we just talk about our social handles over the years for a second? Because I feel uh, like this group probably has had some funnies. Well developed. Well, like real, like real funny ones. Are, are you talking like I am days? I used to call myself John John. Oh, Big Daddy Big Halls. Halls. Oh, my. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> Hallway. Okay, okay, <laughs> sir. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, right now my handle is God Hallway, which is yeah. pretty egocentric. But I mean, hey, I like whatever. I mean, get get your, our artist is G-O-D, so I mean, I can't really <laughs> say anything. Yeah, how did that come? I'll probably have to ask him. That came about with, honestly, me, D, and one of the chefs, Brandon. Um, shout out Job, man. Like, mm-hmm. he's really out here. He lives in San Diego he now. Just Much respect to him. But yeah, we all just came up with it sitting in the room together. You know what I mean? Like just really just jotting down ideas, jotting down names. Good ass idea, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just definitely form a team. Have a team. Yeah. So every artist who's listening, who's watching, following, form a team. Even if it's players. with one person. Yeah. Even if it's just one person, that's your team. Mm-hmm. That's your team. I love you, bro. Aww. There it is. <laughs> there it is. A dynamic duo. <laughs> this is my dynamic duo. True. But, um, and. I don't want to rob you of an opportunity to, to plug whatever the chefs as a collective have coming to. So, 20 V9. 20 V9. It's coming. Whoa. Just be on the lookout. <laughs> Everybody's really working. Everyone's yeah. staying on the task. It's going to be lovely new year. Mm. We're going to have fun. It's going to be great. Q1 is going to be crazy. Oh, you doing fiscal years? I'm, bu- I'm a businesswoman. <laughs> what, what's the benefit of going Q1 as opposed to Q3? Because I know both sides. Q3 right is summer. Stagnant. End of the summer, though. Stagnant. Mm-mm. Not for shows. It depends. No, not for shows. Not, not for, for shows, shows at all. Not for shows, but it's stagnant in terms of if you're supposed to. That's your Q3 is when you're supposed to be preparing for what's now to come. If you're thinking artistry-wise, if you're thinking projects, either you're going to drop a project at the beginning of Q4 kind of thing. and You, you don't do anything at the end of a quarter. Mm-hmm. You don't do anything at the end of a year because it's all wrap-up stuff. Q3 is dormant. That's when you 
you start baking. Damn, Rock, stop giving everything away. Nah, no, I'm, I'm the same that's page, free. Though. That's free. That's free. That's free. That's free. I told the people <laughs> by the 31st, Q3, this is what you have. It, but if, if we're talking local, Q3 is the best time in Boston mm. to th- to have a show mm-hmm. because yeah, of the, the market. Mm-hmm. And I think Boston specifically, I think people are in the best mood in the fall. 100%. And I think people are most receptive in the fall. Mm-hmm. It's a transition. It's from warm into. It's cold. like holy shit! It's about to get cold. Fuck. Yeah, like that's when you about to start <laughs> listening to a little bit more. It's like you you preparing for cuffing season. You preparing your pockets. You preparing for this. You preparing for that. You a know, long winter. Sports are coming back. You know, people. It's a transition. Yeah. I think it's it's slow. It's stagnant. But that's not a negative. It's just. But the summer is is cheeks yeah. in terms of like trying to make a business move out here. Nah. You, you disagree? Nah, I don't think it's cheeks, bro. It's- I'm just basing it off the if I was. Because I have a sh- couple shows coming up, I I have to pay way less to venues mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the summer as opposed to a different quarter. Mm. And there's some game for you. What Whoa. venues are these? Oh, uh, we can talk after. I was gonna right? say, is it <laughs> indoor, outdoor? I'm like, what are you talking about? Hmm. I was gonna say, I was like, I hmm. okay, we could take that off mic. That's not for y'all. Sorry. All right. So do you know how we start and end these? I won't be offended if you don't. No. Jack, do you want to explain it? Do you think you got it by now? All right. So. You guys, you should collab collab on this. Oh, you want to do it? Yeah, but elaborate how they should go about doing it. Okay, say, hi, my name is your name. Your name. Mm-hmm. And say, this is my goal, and then after you go, hi. But, but how soon after? Right after. Directly after. No, no, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, I know, I'm on edge. I'm like, I have a little Jack, you, you actually did a great job. It's always like this. Okay, so, so what you have to do, because... In the post-production process, mm-hmm. I will grab a snippet and put it at the front. You guys are gonna collab on it, right? Yeah. If if you're going big PR, I would say hi, I'm Rox. Toss off to Dion. Dion say hey, I'm Dion, and we're the we're the PR team from the chefs, and this is our golden hour. Then directly after, you get zero break. You have to say hi, I'm Rox. Oh, hi, I'm Dion, and that was our golden hour, and that's how everything punches. I'm on edge. Okay. And, and, and listen, <laughs> it's it's one try. It's okay. one try. Okay, so and this is how everyone's say, gonna remember you up here. Okay. We say uh, hi. I'm. And, and wait, and, and before you do this, this was the most informative episode we've had yet. So thank you guys. I appreciate oh, it. Thank it was you. Dope. I learned a lot. Oh, thank you. Thank Jack, you. Jack, you learn a lot. It's my fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay. No, it's seriously. No, let's get back to. It. So it's, <laughs> as we say our names, hi, um, you know our names, and this is my golden hour. I already told you. I can't tell you again. Man. You know what? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 no, uh, go ahead, Dion. You lead. I don't know. Uh, I'm beginning some of the steps, but we're gonna do my best here. Oh, I'm stressed. No, wait. No, no, no. Let's let's ask Aquaman. Help us, please. Please. Okay, okay. it's hi. Your name. Yeah. Hi, I'm Dion. Well, you're gonna have to collab on it, right? And this is our golden hour. Oh, right. well, right. And then, hi, your name, and that was our golden hour. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's we're real, gonna say real calculated Dion. over here okay. for the PR okay. team. Are we just gonna say it at the same time, right? We well, do just... you put your own sauce All right, on so, it? So you know, ready? All right. Okay. Hi, we're Rox and Dion. What's up? This is our golden hour. Hi, this is Rox and Dion. This is our golden hour. <laughs> <laughs> You, that was our golden hour. Okay. No, that was a test run. That was, that was, that's that was what not to do. That was a practice. We could we could use that if you want. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't let me. No, no, no. no. We're gonna get you all shit right. I know. We are perfectionists. perfectionists. <laughs> <laughs> all right, 
Seriously. Give Dion a little sauce. Toss him. Okay. You start it. All Hit right. him with the bounce pass. All right. Hi, I'm Roxland. What's up? I'm Dion. And this, this is, is our, our golden, golden hour. hour. Hi, I'm Roxland Dion. Hi, I'm Rox and Dion. And that was our and golden, that was our hour. golden <laughs> hour. And we're going with that one. I like it. Big said that. Uh. Culture, hey,